Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Friday, January 31st. The year is 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my stupendous co-host, Matt Sheehan. Matt, what's going on? You're going to run out of adjectives one day, and I fear for that day because this is the only self-esteem boost I get every day is your introduction. So thank you. Uh, Now I'm doing well. So thank you very much, Will. I don't think we will live long enough for me to run out of adjectives. Mm, okay. No, that's fair. And that's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, how'd you say you're doing? I wasn't listening. Oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm just dandy. So Great. just getting ready to, to face the old uh, nut punching team quitting Wisconsin Badgers. I cannot Love wait. It. Certainly that should be an easy game considering two other top <sighs> players are gone. Certainly this won't be annoying or anything coming up it's gonna be so stupid when wisconsin wins 54 to 52 and everyone on their team's like we just rallied together you know yes. we've had a tough adversity. week we, we won this one for brad yes self-manufactured adversity yes, yes. i love it love it we're gonna All talk right. about that game we'll talk about uh michigan state heading to wisconsin we'll sort of look at the game analytically bring up some numbers we'll talk about couple guys that won't be playing for Wisconsin, and the idea that maybe Greg Gard is kind of an idiot. Kind of maybe? Could potentially be... Oh, I think just, all signs are pointing directly to uh, a big old yes when you shake yeah, that eight ball. Yeah. Just might not be doing a great job. No. no but hey, he's <laughs> keeping that Wisconsin tradition there. So for that, I give him credit. He has not broken the Bo Ryan Wisconsin tradition of how they play. Is that sabotaging his own program? Ah, maybe. Who's maybe. to say? But maybe. dang it, the man's committed, and I respect that of him. So a, keep, uh, a keep pet- doing what a, you do, Greg. A potential, well, actually not a potential, a lottery pick who is potential rookie of the year in the NBA has mm-hmm. some things to say. None of them um, fake, so like, we'll none talk of them about- false. None of them really overstepping. So, yeah. No. No. Uh, nice. We'll talk about that uh, in segments two and three, but I want to start, Matt, Right. With an article I wrote at SpartansWire.usatoday.com, generating traffic to my own work with my other work. Love it. Master of marketing that is, I am. That's um, big time. It is that's big time. About Michigan State football's tempo. Yes. And yeah, I know it's kind of a random time to do this, but uh, we're going to do it here off the jump and then we'll get into basketball. So Yeah, there's to- never a good time to talk MSU football. So, I mean, really, that means every time is a good time to talk about it then. I'll go Sorry, with it. I interrupted you. There. No, it's okay. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get podcasts. Okay, Matt. Okay, Will. So, I left you with a cliffhanger yesterday. You did. I left you in the audience with a cliffhanger. said, got an article coming out about tempo, and you know, Michigan State ran a play in 2018 every 25.9 seconds, and I asked you if you thought, given the changes they made, if that number went up or down. And did you find out for yourself today by reading the article? Uh, no, I mean, no, I'm just going to shoot you straight. No, I apologize for that. I have the best co-host, you guys. Someone asked you, me. You don't. Yeah, someone asked me on Twitter, oh, why, no. don't, why don't we talk about Matt's birdieing number 17 um, yes at tpc phoenix you know he's a spartan yeah. golf's a sport it Thank fits you. within the structures and i said well matt's already too insufferable but it was a great hole i mean i gotta say 
we could talk about it. Do you want to do segment two and three on that? Or if you would have read what I worked <laughs> ah, very hard on, we could have done it, but we're not going to. Dodge rats. Oh well. Okay. Um, so Throw the green 242 yards away. <laughs> three hybrid. It was fantastic. Tap in birdie after a eagle putt that just burnt the right edge. All right. Anyway, yes, as you were, as you were, Will. So the genesis of the article, ah, the idea yes. was I've been wanting to go back and look at Michigan State's actual tempo because all of, of all the complaints that we've made over the years about MSU's offense, one of the the loudest ones has been its pace, right? Mm-hmm, sure. We're always calling for, can we go a little bit faster? You know, up-tempo offenses really give you trouble. Mark D'Antonio, maybe use some of that uh, outside of a two-minute drill. Hey, your quarterback looks pretty good in a two-minute drill when he's working mm-hmm. uh, out of a no-huddle tempo. Can we try some of that? And you know what? Hmm. To their credit, Matt. Yes. They said, yeah, we're going to give it a go. Yeah. Why after, not? The, after the first game against Tulsa, Mark D'Antonio addressed the media, said we're going to be an up-tempo offense this year. And we saw them completely ditch the huddle. Like 90-something percent of their plays came out of the no huddle. They stopped huddling, and that is, I guess, a decent start. Yeah, it's cutting out the middleman of a huddle. So, it's yeah, but, uh, the, you know, that, that's got to speed up the tempo somehow, right? It just absolutely would, has to. You would think, but the only thing that not huddling guarantees is that you're not going to huddle. <laughs> it doesn't guarantee your tempo is going to increase. So what I did, Matt, is I looked at using average time of possession and average plays per game, did some mm-hmm. math, mm-hmm. figured out how many seconds on average it takes Michigan State to run a play. In 2018, that number was 25.9. And in 2019, after, Mich- after Michigan State ditched the huddles, after Mark D'Antonio told us it's going to be an up-tempo offense, that number went from 25.9. Mm-hmm. All the way to 25.9. No, hold on. Let me write some numbers down here. 25.9 divided by 6. Add the 3. Carry the 1. Multiplied by pi. Um, That's consistent. I got to say, I'll give it to him. (laughs) It is. It is wildly consistent. I'll I'll give him that. It is (laughs) very surprisingly consistent. And so I thought, you know what? Let me go back and look at some other numbers. Let me go back to 2016 and 2017. Sure. And in 2017, actually, no, in 2016, Matt. Okay. They ran a play. It was a fine year. Every 25.9 seconds. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how to feel right now. Like, on one hand, it's, like, disappointing that, like, we were promised tempo and nothing's changed. But on the other hand, like, just from... Just a, a sh- like sheer odds alone. Yeah, like, I know. That's remarkable like that. <laughs> that they hit those numbers so, three times in the last four seasons. <laughs> one of them is 25.9 flat. Another one's 25.9, I think, one. And the other one's like 25.93. They that's are remarkable. <laughs> remarkably exactly the same. It is staggering. Um, in 2017, uh-huh. 27.8. Ooh. So, yeah, they, they slowed Ooh. her down. Probably, uh, I mean, uh, some of that, I think, not a ton, but some can be attributed to being ahead and winning more games. But it's not like that team was blowing teams out and running out the clock. It's just right. generally Michigan State always slows down in the second half, even in games when they lose. Like, uh, 
You're like, hey, it's the third quarter. You're up 14. Maybe don't slow the game down and try to get to the end yet. Yeah, I think um, the second half of that one Michigan game in 2017 single-handedly brought up that average by yes. two full seconds. Yes. Just by how much they were milking the clock there <laughs> at, at the end. Yes. Um, yeah, that was um, insane. Three of the last four years, they've run at the exact same tempo. And I know what you're thinking, Matt. What, what am I thinking? Because I don't even know what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> 25.9 what is that what does that even mean is that fast is that slow i'm glad you asked say yeah so here are for the sake of comparison some of the notoriously more fast offenses in college football i didn't so it's uh, this, this stat isn't out there like readily you have to calculate it for each individual team mm-hmm. so i just grabbed like six teams that i know play at somewhat at a good pace right so it's not an exact order, although I think one of these teams is certainly the fastest team, but they're all you'll get the picture, okay? Okay. So Wake Forest 21.9, UCLA 23, SMU 21.4, Boston College 22.4, UCF 19.6, they're the fastest, and then Arizona's at 21.3. I would think you've got a, a number of schools. If I would go through and do all of them, you'll get a, a bunch of schools, 20, 21, maybe another one in 19, 22. Those are going to be your faster offenses, anywhere from 19 to 22, 23 seconds per play, okay? That's got to suck for the defense, man. No oh, wonder everyone like fakes injuries when the going gets tough. <laughs> My God, I would do the same exact thing. <laughs> it's wild to think over an entire season, UCF averaged um, a play six seconds faster every single play. Good God, man. No, thanks. Yeah. No, so thanks. Um, just in those six teams, right, UCF had the best offense in SP plus at 13. UCLA is the worst at 66. So even, you know, the worst team of that group of the fast group there was still a decent offense. So I know what now you're thinking. Yeah. What do the slow teams do? Uh, 39.9 seconds. <laughs> 39.9. No, uh, Wisconsin, 30.7 seconds. Utah, 30.3 seconds. So I just grabbed oh two there because I know they go slow. And I didn't want to do the service academies because it's just a different game that they're yeah, playing. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So basically our range here is from 19.6 to 30.7. 25.9 is kind of in the middle there, but edging by a second towards the slower team. So Michigan State, again, despite ditching the huddle, trying to be fast paced is is on the slower side of the pace in all of college football. Eh, but no middleman. There's got to be something said for that. You know, it's very exciting looking to the sidelines to get the play instead it of is. huddling up. Um, that has I, some pizzazz to the mix, which which we like. So, yeah. I would argue, and then we'll move on and go talk about uh, Wisconsin basketball. I would argue Speaking that, of fast-paced things, uh, Wisconsin, uh, has, yes. <laughs> God, they do everything so slow. Yeah, it's infuriating. Really God, um, I would argue that if you are ditching the huddle, the expected sort of drop-off you get in communication, like you get rid of the huddle, it's harder to communicate. Mm-hmm. But you make up for that with an increase in tempo. Mm-hmm. But when you drop out the huddle and don't increase the tempo, tempo, you are not making up for a tougher communication <laughs> with faster movements. It seems like dropping the huddle, going no huddle, and yet being a slow-paced team is actually 
counterproductive and would make it harder to run offense than had you just huddled and ran at the exact same pace but, <laughs> you but, did in but 2018. But you, you save your legs by just lining right up <laughs> and not having to run back and forth through the huddle. So conditioning and uh, keeping the players healthy, which we, we all know they were this year. Um, yeah, no, it checks out. It, it, keep, keep doing what you're doing. It's this all about great. optics. It's no, great. It's great. Um, yeah, so you can read that spartanswire.usatoday.com if you want to, yeah, get the uh, full gist of it. All right, Matt, let's uh, okay. Let's talk about Wisconsin and their nut puncher, Brad Davison. Yeah, why not? Matt, did you see Greg Gard's quote regarding sure Brad did. Davison's suspension? Sure did. Oh, yeah. No, and I, you know, how, how can you disagree with Greg Gard who says that he's not happy with the things being said about Brad Davidson? I mean, the guy's only, what, accused of doing something with hard proof uh, only just once a month uh, ever <laughs> since he stepped on campus in Madison. I mean, come on, it's not like he's doing it every game. He's only doing it every other game. How, how can people be so harsh on his sweet, sweet Brad Davison? So, so with hard evidence, Brad yes. Davison has punched players in the groin mm-hmm. th- at least three times Yeah, that we've yeah. caught. And it's always the same thing. He's running uh, around a screen. He's chasing around a screen. And instead of going around the screen, he takes his inside arm towards the screener and swings it in an uppercut into <laughs> the screener's genital area. Tries to be subtle. You know, at least when Draymond's <laughs> doing it, like he uses his leg and he's as clear as day about it. So, you know, but no, Davis is trying to do it all subtle and trying to be this scrappy player. Now, get that out of here. Yeah. If you're going to do it, show the world, you know, what you're doing. Come on. <laughs> and there is some fun irony in Michigan State people talking about someone criticizing someone for attacking nuts. But I will say, Draymond didn't do that at Michigan State. And I am not cool <laughs> with what he did to Stephen Adams <laughs> over that two-month stretch. That was not okay, Draymond. He deserved the punishment that he got from it. Um, yeah, oh well. but but he has uh, Davison is this established behavior of punching guys in the groin, um, but that's not it. He's also many times caught on camera, slid under people in the air, um, yep. stuck his leg out to try to trip people. Just a number of dirty plays. Um, if you want to see the full compilation, go to it uh, at its aunt right, um, right with a W R I G H T. Um, he does a lot of college basketball work um, mostly around U of M, but does some national stuff, big 10 stuff, put together mm-hmm. a video of just Brad Davison, like a two minute video, of Brad Davison being a dirty player. <laughs> Brad Davison's mixtape. Yeah. This is, his mix <laughs> this tape. is all it is. Some people's mixtape is like dunks and, and sweet crossovers. His is just mm-hmm. hitting people in the junk and trying to break ankles. Yep. That's all. No, it's, it's all casual, but yeah, no, good for you, Greg Gard. I'm going to stick with my guys yeah. or just like talk to them and maybe teach them to not be a complete prick on the court. I, I don't, I don't, no, that seems like a good idea too. But go at, on, Greg. Yeah, at, at some point, you you want to support your guy, and maybe he's doing a thing where behind closed doors he's like, "What the hell are you doing, Brad?" And publicly he's saying, "Ah, I, you know, getting I mad." I doubt that because it's I, gotten no, to I, this point. <laughs> I doubt it too because repeatedly, flagrantly, he's done this stuff and. Uh, Greg Gard, Wisconsin's coach, criticized the Big Ten for the suspension, said it was unwarranted, said there was nothing flagrant about Davison punching. Um, who did he get this time? Um, oh, I don't know. Someone on Iowa. I'm it sorry. Was, I'm oh, oh yeah. I, oh, my God. I'm not totally, Garza. It was Garza. Much. It, it was, was Garza. Garza. No, no, was no. It? it was McCaffrey. It was Fran McCaffrey's kid. 
Uh, oh, you, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. So Fran, yeah. probably not one of the coaches that Greg Gard <laughs> claims it reached out to him and said, oh, we're going down a slippery slope. Is there anyone? Okay, so by other coaches in the Big Ten, he means his own assistants, right? Yes, like the, he okay, has to. Right. Or Izzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just with, with this giant grin on his face. Oh, Greg, it's horrible. Heard <laughs> the news. terrible. Beside myself. <laughs> um, so I, I, I read Greg Gard's comments, and I look – at Kobe King's transfer, mm-hmm. and I look at Tyler Hero, who we'll talk about here in a second, and I think, hmm, there's a chance that Greg Gard is kind of an idiot, and oh, maybe huh. uh, certain types of players don't really like him. The, the good ones, yes. <laughs> seems like Correct. good players uh, don't really enjoy him. Um yeah, Kobe King transfers, and a day later, Greg Gard is publicly backing a player who has, on video, many times punched opponents in their groinal region um, maliciously and obviously, as well as trying to break ankles uh, by stepping under people who jump in the air repeatedly. You think Kobe King transferred just to stop practicing uh, the other side of the ball as Brad Davidson? Uh, at, 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 at some point, when, when does that discussion happen? I think it's right here, and I think it's right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to run with that take. That's it's, it. a, it's a fair take. and yeah, why not? Anyone who knows my work knows that when it comes to college kids, you know, I try to be as fair as possible and understand these are really young people who are just learning their skill whether it's basketball football whatever like I say it all the time they're really great football players who suck at football they're really great basketball players who don't know how to play basketball so I try to always look through it in that scope and like okay is this person you know projecting is are they improving are they working hard are they doing things and try to be maybe a little bit more gentle when it comes to criticism uh, of a college athlete just because they are so raw at their skills but when eight strikes are against you, <laughs> the old Will Hunter eight strike rule has uh, when, come into effect. <laughs> but when it comes to something like this, what Brad Davison's doing, what Grayson Allen did, sure, I don't have a problem um, criticizing a college kid's character, attitude, um, sportsmanship, whatever you want to call it. The way he plays the game yeah. is malicious and gross. It always has been he's had a reputation for his entire career for doing things he did it to Aaron Henry he damn near broke Jordan Murphy's leg for Minnesota last year um Mm -hmm. it's the suspension is absolutely warranted he's lucky it's a game given his track record um and maybe maybe Greg Gard should you know focus on a little discipline within his team um Rather than caping up for someone who is enemy number one uh, in the conference. Imagine that idea. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, maybe players wouldn't leave and maybe someone like Tyler Hero wouldn't go on Twitter and say, yeah, nobody wants to go to Wisconsin because uh, they don't let you be a good basketball player there. Well, not only did he say that, but like he started with, of course, we would love to play for Wisconsin, mm. <laughs> but yes. Yes, we don't I want believe. to play for the system. It's like, oh yes. my, that's a quite the shot yes. and chaser there. Yes. <laughs> the Milwaukee native who everyone wanted to, thought was going to go to Wisconsin, who loves Wisconsin, yep. didn't want to go play basketball there because it was bad for him <laughs> and his Correct. career. Yeah. Uh, and I think he won that argument. 
Yeah, well, the, the Hauser brothers too. Although one did go to Virginia, which has the same system, but still, in ha- yeah. half the Hauser brothers. I mean, it's uh, he got Bennett there. Bad optics. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, Wisconsin's going to be without uh, Brad Davison. They're going to be without Kobe King, who transferred out. That is, they're two. They're starting two guard. They're starting three. Um. Yeah, is one of us starting at guard? Like, who who is actually going to play? guard for wisconsin i don't know jonathan taylor yeah, i'm starting to get worried about that actually no he's too fast for that system it, yeah. it wouldn't work out he'd try yeah. to push the pace too much and he'd get benched and he would before the first media timeout jonathan taylor would not be welcome he's barely welcome on the football team They're like well jonathan please seven yards at a time yeah pl- yeah can, can you, you just you like go dive down? go down can you get you're a downhill ground? runner son come on <laughs> all right do you want to talk about this actual game yeah yeah we should stop avoiding it and i know that we should like have a world of confidence going into this game obviously everything is written on the wall like hey msu should win but i don't we, we could talk about it next segment we'll talk about it here in just a second all right so 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 i say a lot of things <laughs> that don't make sense i like i think it's pretty clear by now like i'm, I'm not the most like mentally stable fan Fair. in the world. And for some reason, I, I just have this boogeyman built up that like going to Wisconsin, even with two starters out, if you counted transfers out, um, despite having an eight game win streak against the Badgers mm-hmm. with, uh, despite MSU just looking great. It's last two games, despite having the best player in the conference, arguably, I, I still have it built up in my head that like we could be seeing some funny business at Cole Center uh, on Saturday. So here's here's what worries me. Yeah, Greg Gard is now going to be forced to mm-hmm. play his best player. And that... yeah, that's 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 a very good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> no, huh. no more will Brad Davison be eating. Let's see, uh, thirty plus minutes a game. Kobe yeah. King's, um, you know, twenty to thirty minutes per game are also up for grabs. Yeah. Yes, they are backcourt players, but you know, Brevin Pritzel's going to play his minutes. Dimitri Trikes is going to play his minutes. Um, who else do they have back there? Uh, Trevor Anderson's been getting some run. Aleem Ford is kind of a wingy type guy, but uh, Micah Potter, Matt, who we've talked about last time, who is yeah statistically better than every single person on their team at every every category seemingly yes yes um but is only playing uh you know 15 minutes per game uh i love that yeah keep it like that no 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 no. keep it like that come on uh this might force greg guard's hand into playing him the 25 minutes that he should probably be playing uh every single night Great, yeah, woohoo! Uh, and also, I could, uh, you know, I could also just see this being the Brevin Pritzel game, but that's oh. beside the point. We don't need to kill a lot of time on him. Back to Micah Potter, <laughs> who has had—I I don't know—he's been doing like okay. Like he—he he came in the MSU game. Like I was like scared of him. Like he oh, was yeah. looking good he's in his limited him. minutes, and ever since he visited East Lansing, he's been solid. You know, yeah, solid. Well, he had, you know, he played only 13 minutes against Nebraska, scored nine points, had five rebounds and an assist against Purdue, only plays 13 minutes, scores 11 points, grabs two rebounds, gets a steal against Iowa, 15 minutes, seven points, six rebounds, an assist, two blocks and a steal. 
he's a pretty impactful player. His true shooting numbers sky high, field goal percentage sky high, shooting 48% from three, 57% from two, 90% from the free throw line, massive rebounding rates, um, really high offensive rating, uses the ball a ton when he's in, and is only playing 19.6% of the minutes. Yes, he missed half of the year, um, but he has eclipsed 20 minutes one time this season against Penn State, and he had 24 points and 13 rebounds in 28 minutes, and Greg Gard is not playing him for whatever reason. Do you think he just has the worst condition in the world? Like, he's the player that's never seen a treadmill in his it, entire life or it, has even heard of one? It doesn't matter. <laughs> he is so far and away <laughs> their best player. This is 100% what's going to play out Saturday now. He, he's he's going to have, like, 27 points, 13 rebounds, and, yeah. No, this is this is great. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Okay, defensive rebounding percentage. Um, Nate Reavers has the highest one at 16.4. So Wisconsin's right. a really bad rebounding team. Yeah, that's um, fine. So Nate Reaver, 16.4, or, or yeah, 16.4, and they got some other guys. You know, Trice does a good job. Brad Davison does a good job. Their guards yeah. do a good job. But 16.4 is their highest defensive rebounding percentage. Micah Potter, 34.1. Okay, now, yeah, now I'm, like, legitimately stressed about Saturday. This is this is not good. <laughs> I'm going to be waking up in cold sweats in the middle of the night. I'm Micah Potter! And then... Yeah. Saturday we'll roll, roll them around and we'll just get through it together. So it's just like great. Now Greg Gard has to play his best player. Who knows if he will? Maybe he won't. Maybe it'll just be Nate Reavers for thirty hey minutes. Hey now, and he refuses to use them together and go big yeah. and just throws Trevor Anderson and whoever the hell else out there. Yeah. Um. And, the Brevin and, Pritzel thirty-eight minutes yes, games. This is oh, I, oh, I'm ready. I am ready. Yes. <laughs> Um, overall, Wisconsin is 31st in Ken Palm, 58 on offense, 25 on defense. They play at the fourth slowest pace in the country. Fantastic. Does Virginia have that belt or no? Uh, here, I'll tell you. They usually do. Um, yeah. Uh, bottom in adjusted tempo. Virginia is the slowest team in the country. Okay. By All a right, decent good. margin. Virginia, Liberty, Navy, Wisconsin. As God intended. That's great. Yeah, Wisconsin is two and a half possessions more per game than Virginia. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. I yeah. love it. The difference between Wisconsin and Virginia mm-hmm. is the same as the difference between Wisconsin and Northern Kentucky and Virginia Tech, which are at 310th in the country. Saturday's going to suck, isn't it? Oh, it's going to be terrible. The cold center... <laughs> Is so awful. They're just, oh, I hate playing basketball games there. They're all just, uh, the they they held Ryder. I know it's Ryder, but they held Ryder to thirty seven <laughs> points. Milwaukee, oh, Milwaukee scored sixty four at home. Maryland scored fifty four there. It's just like Illinois got seventy on them, so that's pretty good. But it's just terrible. Teams go there, and the games are in the sixties, and it's it's infuriating, and I hate it. It, it could be a team full of like high school all stars, and I'd still be just hating this game as long as Greg guards the coach and like they still have that system. Yeah. <sighs> um, they don't shoot it particularly well. 141st in effective field goal. They don't offensive rebound for crap. They don't get to the free throw line for crap. Although they're really good at the free throw line once they get there. Uh, they do not turn it over. That's the best thing they do on offense. So nice. the old. Heck yeah. uh, <laughs> 
old Northwestern. Their offensive numbers look a lot like Northwestern's. Um, um I, I'm going to assume different results, though. I don't know. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and guess they're having a little more success than Northwestern yeah, this season. Their offense is a little better than Northwestern's. Their defense is a lot a bit better. Um, All right. Doing okay, sh- uh, uh, okay job defending shooting. Uh, they don't force turnovers. They're okay on the off or on the defensive glass, and they don't foul a ton. It's pretty typical Wisconsin, except for um, they don't shoot it well. They shoot a ton of threes. They don't shoot it well. If they shot threes, if they're a good three point shooting team, mm-hmm. they'd probably be a pretty darn good offense because of how much of their offense is built around it. Um, but Brad Davidson's not a good shooter despite being a scrappy white guy. Demetri Trice is struggling this year at 36%. Aleem Ford, 30%. Kobe King, 25%. Nate Reavers, 31%. Uh, Tyler Wall, 26 It's basically Brevin Pritzel at 39%. And he's we know he's a really good shooter. And if he goes 5 of 7, five of, you know, 6 of 8 from deep, that's going to make a huge... like It's almost a must oh, it's for half them. The, the, half, half the points half they the need. Half the points yeah. they <laughs> need. Like, they need a Brevin Pritzel game. Um and it's just, they really need good shooting from deep, and it's really smart of them to not play Micah Potter, who's shooting forty eight percent from three. Like, even though he's exactly what they need, it's really smart that Greg Gard doesn't play him. I think I'm gonna day drink on Saturday. I think I've just made up my my mind here. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I, I mean, uh, like the saving graces, despite everything, they're yeah, still not still playing Wisconsin. Them. Still Wisconsin, <laughs> and we're still Michigan State, so. Yeah. Ah, crap. I just remembered it's a road game, though. Yeah, and Cassius is shooting it so much better, and he has... You better knock on wood right now. I did. Um, Thank you. Okay. He owns Dimitri Trice. Like, Trice cannot hang with him even a little bit. And when you take Davison out, who is, I think, overrated as a defender, but at least cares fine. and like yeah. he digs in and like puts a body on you and is physical he gets called for a bunch of little ticky tack fouls which he should because of how much he puts his hands on people but that yeah. is not fun to play against even if you like eventually get yours he's still a pain um so not having him in the lineup is great not having kobe king as well um i don't know who defends anyone for michigan state other than the big guys like trice is probably going to get cassius that's not good for wisconsin I, I don't know who guards Rocket Watts. I don't know who guards Aaron Henry. I don't know who guards Gabe Brown. Those are all going to be mismatches because the two guys that would be tasked with doing that are not going to be there. Brevin Pritzel can't really hang. Um, he's someone they don't rely on a ton defensively. Um, he's going to have to check somebody who is bigger than him, faster than him, stronger than him, more athletic than him. Um so yeah, like Michigan State has a ton of advantages in this game, but it's Wisconsin, it's the Kohl Center, and like I told you before the show, it's going to end up 54-52, to 52. Wisconsin's going to win, and then after the game, Greg Gard's going to go, we did this one for Brad and his suspension, and we just banded together in that quarter, Kobe Keg, screw them all. That probably n- knocks it all down, yeah. Do you think a little part of Brad Davidson is like thrilled he doesn't have to d- defend Rocket Watts again? <laughs> Yeah, like he, I think a little bit of him was like, ah, suspension's not the worst thing in the world here. <laughs> Do you think he did it? Uh, he got put on ice skates multiple Just times like, last time. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was I got, calculated. I got that. Yeah. yeah, he actually gave I the footage to the Big Ten offices. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last time I played these guys, uh, that true freshman put me on the floor. I'm gonna punch Fran McCaffrey's kid in the nuts and get suspended. Oh. I 
I honestly can't blame him if that's how it played out. So it's good not, on him. It's not wild. Um, Michigan State does a good job with the bigs, which they generally do. Um, Tillman, Hall, we'll see how Hall's ankle is, but he practiced, so he should be fine. Um, yeah, Tillman, Gabriel Hall, has the Bingham. flu, apparently. Like, that, that's that's going on as well. That's yeah, a thing that, that we'll happened. S- yeah, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully he's okay and can kind of shake that because, you know, you get it Thursday, you play Saturday, keep the IVs going, you, sh- you, you can be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, as long as Michigan State does a good job with the bigs and Brevin Pritzel doesn't hit seven threes, I don't see this one um shaking out in wisconsin's factor or in favor but again matt it's the big ten it's wisconsin and, and it's, road it's the cold center yeah. it's just a it's a saturday national yeah. game on fox at 2 p.m just yeah. all all the 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 makings for just a terrible annoying awful day is it, is it 2 p.m or is it 1 p.m i don't know i think I, it's one it's one, okay. Oh my god! Because well, I, 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 yeah, yeah it's, it, it's one. one. Right. I, I, I had a buddy text me today that it's two as well. So okay, all right. Just want to make sure that we're we're all square here. It is. It is one o'clock. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry, didn't mean to be Mr. Corrector, but I thought I was losing my mind. No, you're good. For a second there. No, you're good. Um, yeah, Michigan State has the better offense. Michigan State has the better defense. That usually means wins. Do you have my favorite part? Do you have the projected uh, Ken Palm score? I do. I will say this will be oh. the last thing we do. It is not factoring in the absence of Brad Davison or Kobe King. Even better. So Ken Palm projects a 66 to 65 Michigan State win, 53 percent chance. Um, I would put that at more like 66 or 67, 61 with right. with both of those with two starters out. I would give more of an edge to Michigan State, probably a few more points. Okay. All right. Do you think Micah Potter transfers before Saturday or no? I hope so. Okay. That's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. Uh, we'll be back Monday to recap this game and uh, celebrate whichever Spartan wins the Super Bowl despite both of them not playing uh, Garrett Selleck is on injured reserve. Felton Davis, also on injured reserve. Either way, a Spartan is getting a Champs. ring, Matt, and that Champs. is something we can be happy about. Champs! Um, we're not going to talk about it. We'll talk about this Wisconsin game and anything else that shakes out over the weekend. Uh, next week is signing day. Wednesday next week is signing day. Michigan State's going to add a few players, so we'll eventually get into that as well. Let's, we'll talk to Stephen Brooks. We should have Brooksy on. Yeah, why not? Let's yeah, do well, Why not? We're going to have Stephen Brooks on next week. So, Stephen, if you're listening... Uh, and I forgot to text you. Please text me. Um, but yeah, that's the plan for Monday. We'll be back with you, of course, five shows next week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get podcasts. Matt, take us into the weekend. Let's let's you know. Let's have a great weekend, everyone. No matter what happens Saturday, we still got each other. So let's just batten down the hatches and uh, get it over with. All right. See you guys Monday.